Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go getter. Put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. What's going on, everybody? This is the Tribe 44 podcast presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky. It's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best in customer first care in Adair County. United Citizens Bank, we do it all right here. We took a week off last week because of some uh, unforeseen circumstances, but for the show's intents and purposes, I'm your host, Will Rich, and I'm joined again tonight by our fearless leader, Clay Turner. Clay, how are you? I'm doing great, Will. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. So this is officially the first time that we've got to speak uh, in podcast capacity since since Disney World, right? Yes, it's been a while. I do want to start off by saying Carter White did a fantastic job. I thought you all were overselling him because he was a teenager, but he did a great job covering for any age person. So thanks again to Carter White, formerly of the Carter White Report, currently of your Adair County Indians, both basketball and football teams, for filling in in my absence. And Coach Browning, I thought, did a great job, Clay. Yeah, Coach Browning's a great interview. She's a really good interview, really entertaining. Very good PR person. She's She seems like she is a, I don't know how you would say it, but she it seems like she's very good at bringing people together. Yeah, she really is. It's a great way to say it. And she's a good interview. She's She's good to us. And she called you out, Clay. She did call me out. So we got to get that. Uh, we got to get yeah, in line with what What was it you were supposed to do? What is it? Digs? Digs. I've been working on my digs at church. Okay, so explain a dig to me. Basically, what a dig is, is like it's where you use both hands, hands together, kind of like on spikes. You try to return it, kind of like that. Oh, okay. Well, I've learned something today. This first segment is brought to you by Danny Eye Clinic. Danny's has been the leader of optometry services in Adair County since 1981, and they're committed to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of Columbia. If you're looking to buy or sell real estate, Luke Piles with Next Home Realty Experts is the man to call. For all things real estate in Southern Kentucky, residential, commercial, investment properties, he does it all. So give him a call or a text today at 270-378-0400. Zero five or message him on any social media platform. And if you're listening at home, you're going to think that that sounds like a bad edit from Seth. But really, I just jumped into the read just like that for no reason. It just it just came out that way, Clay. Hey, after I try to do the reads, trust me, you do an excellent job on the reads. Well, let me tell you something else that's kind of funny. I've been sitting here talking into a microphone intently. So we've already done our interview. We're just, that's how we do this. I don't know. Am I spilling the tea here? We The insides of Tribe 44? Oh, I think that's the, okay. We do the interview, and then we go back and do the intro, outro stuff. And so we have been now for about an hour, and I've been talking intently into this microphone, and it is not plugged in. So well, if, you, if there's a difference in sound quality this week, if it sounds better or worse, I've just been talking into a microphone for an hour that wasn't plugged in. So there's that. But Clay, I did enjoy my trip. That's also going to sound like a bad ad. I really did just switch gears again. I don't know what's wrong with me. I guess I had a couple weeks off and I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Well, I never knew what I was doing to begin with. But uh, I enjoyed Disney World, Clay. Had a lot of fun. I didn't know if I was going to. but Disney World's an awesome place, man. Yeah, I'll say this. If you have children, don't go unless... You've got family to help. To help. Right. Yeah. You need help. Well, I'm sure. Family. 
You need helpful family. Can you all still hear me? Yes. Sound okay. fine. I just plugged in the microphone, so if I changed all of a sudden, that's why I just now. It, yeah, it definitely does sound a little bit different. Doesn't it? Yeah. Better or worse? Better. Oh, well. Clay, this is a, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, this is a rich, packed episode. The rich family is stamped all over this, and I'll tell you why. First off, we're going to start off, if you will remember, as I like to remind everybody, I was able to jump a hurdle, but however... Clay did not manage to clear the hurdle. I don't know, Clay, since you've been since you've gotten married, I think you could jump it. <laughs> I don't know about that, Will. I don't know. You just seem considering I'm going I've been to the doctor more since we've been married well, than I have you know, many, many times. But that's okay. Things happen, you know, you get sick and stuff. But yeah, though I will say, maybe with the married I would be happy be better at it. who knows i'm gonna say married clay could do it but nonetheless unmarried clay didn't clear it so you lost a bet let's say a friendly wager yes with my wife she's not a gambler and so since you weren't able to ask it she said that she could or you said that she could ask you some questions on on, air, the, air. on the podcast and so before we get into our interview for tonight Let's go ahead and have Samantha on to ask you your questions. Hello, Clay. Hello, Sam. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay, Clay. Are you ready for my first question? Yes, ma'am. I must know why you ended up in the ER over acid reflux and had to get morphine. Okay. So, I actually went to the doctor today to try to uh, figure out, you know, what is going on. And they said, I'm sure Will's going to have this as a drop because I'm about to mispronounce this very badly. But they said, I have gastrointestinal. And what happened was my gastrointestinal was close to my gallbladder and that can flare up and cause the pain in the stomach and my back. But you mentioned the morphine, Sam. They gave that to me at the ER, and this is no lie. In three seconds, I was like, oh, boy. Like I, I was like, Michaela, I feel that quick. It was a rush that I have never felt. I'll just say that much. So it, do I need to put, like, extra strength tums with your Christmas gift? Or? Yeah, I guess that. And, like, I didn't think it was kidney stones because I knew I didn't think it was, you know, that painful compared to what a kidney stone would be. But uh, I will say I had medium salsa at 10 o'clock. What? Medium salsa <laughs> with chips. I mean, I, you know, it's not like I was eating, you know, hot peppers or anything. So I don't know. You're getting old, Clay. Uh, that's uh, 100%. That's what it is. I can't jump a hurdle and I can't eat medium salsa anymore. So I just mm-hmm. caught up with me. All right. So, um. Clay uses morphine for his acid reflux. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the high. <laughs> okay, my next question. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Can you spell optometry? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> That's actually a really good question. Make sure you sound it out whenever you Yeah, I could, I could cheat right now, but for, I am not going to do optometry. Optometry. Op okay, O P T 
O M I T R Y. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you need to tell us how's married life. You've been married for what a month now? A month today, and uh, it's been really good. It's been a lot easier than I expected it to be. Actually, the adjustment's been good. But yeah, I've really enjoyed married life so far. Okay. Well, last time we talked. You weren't married and you hadn't gone on your honeymoon. So how was the honeymoon? The honeymoon was great. The food was great. The experience being with your wife. You know, it's funny because this was the first time that me and her had ever really just been by ourselves anywhere. It was fantastic. It was probably my favorite week of my life. Sam, you'll enjoy this. This is one on me. This last week, I I was talking so much about how much I was looking forward to a downtown day's food and everything. Yeah. Well, that happens to my stomach. Thursday night, Friday morning. Not only did I not be able to eat, you know, a crazy tater like I've been looking forward to and all that other stuff. They put me on a bland diet the past couple of days. So, uh, so you can't eat medium salsa. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I have to retire the medium salsa. It's just too hot for me. It makes well, my Will, just. Will eats the deep fried Oreos every single year, and every single year he gets sicker than a dog, and then wallers around, and he's like, <laughs> I'm, "I just feel so sick." And I'm like, "It's those Oreos. You eat them every year, and they make you sick every year." And he says, "Yeah, and I'll do it again next year." So, <laughs> Will, sometimes you just got to go through what you go through for it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've never gotten the deep fried Oreo kick. People love them, but I, I've never got into that kick. I'm just more of a crazy tater guy and uh, Polish sausage with grilled onions and peppers out of fire, and I'm ready to go. Seth really hyped me up for this. I like trying to spell uh, optom- optometry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that should be like the um, the ad for them. You know how Easton does like songs? We could get you to just like make a little jingle by spelling optometry and you could do the whole um, ad for Downey's Eye Clinic. We want people to go, Sam, not, not go. It would definitely be memorable. Yeah, that's true. Clay, she didn't treat you. She didn't treat you too bad. No, honestly, she was probably nicer to me than that. than she has been about five years. So I'll, I'll take it. Now I'm glad we didn't air all of the, <laughs> all of the questions, but, you know, what we got was good. Yeah, it was good enough. It was good material still. Good, good. Well, the, yeah, I'm glad we didn't air all the questions. I hope they're still recorded somewhere, though. That's a lot of fun for me anyway. Okay, so uh, like I said, this episode is going to be very richy. It's a, a rich field episode. So let's just go ahead and dive into our interview with this week's guest. Tonight, Clay, we're joined by a, a very special guest to me. I don't know if it's special or if it's painful, but we're joined by top five breaststroke swimmer in the state of Kentucky for KHSAA tournament last year, and he sleeps in my old bedroom. So we're joined by none other than my brother, Luke Rich. Luke, how are you? Oh, I'm just great. <laughs> <laughs> just great. Well, I want everybody to know that this isn't like nepotism or whatever, Coach Co couldn't be with us so we just got Luke by default you're yeah. a backup option Luke that's okay I'm always the se- I'm always the second option it's okay well I'm the backup brother so I you was gonna are- say you are the most you know well Luke 
that's my first question. Who do your parents love more? Oh, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I think it's dad likes Will and mom likes me. Okay, so you're gonna say okay. I'm actually gonna even second that. that. I'm gonna Will you gonna, take that? I'm gonna second that. Yeah, yeah. I'm dad's favorite, and he's mom's favorite. But mom's opinion matters in the house more than dad's does. So I, I could see how that was the, how that could be the case. Well, Luke used to embarrass Dad. You well, you can't mention the word Chicago around my dad. The word Chicago. Okay. Yeah, you can't mention the city of Chicago around Dad, and he get, or he gets really like physically upset, doesn't he, Luke? <laughs> I I have not tried mentioning this in front of Dad, okay. so I do not know. He does get very angry, and it's all Luke's fault. It embarrassed Dad heavily because when Clay. I guess you would have been seventh grade. We were in eighth grade, Seth. We took a beta trip to Chicago, and Luke went with us as a small child. First of all, he made everybody on this big Greyhound bus watch the Doodle Bops. And then Dad's shining moment was when we did a uh, tour of the Sears Tower, and Luke, there was a like a sign specifically that said, do not oh. touch the ropes. And on the... Doodle Bops, there's a character named Mo, and Mo likes to pull rope. So Luke sees this rope and he just pulls it and gets dad in like horrible trouble because he almost pulls down the, because it was a like a dividing rope. And so dad does not uh, think that Luke acted very good in Chicago. So Chicago when dad is around, and I hope he listens to this and then Luke gets in trouble. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't bring you on here to talk about our old childhood transgressions because Luke once threw a fork at Seth and it stuck into the wall. It was either a fork or a butter knife. I don't actually remember which one it was. And it was probably a butter knife. Uh, and it stuck into the wall. But I will say that uh, Luke and Seth have always been close. Luke, for his third or fourth birthday party, was asked who he could invite or he wanted to invite to his birthday party. And he said Seth Dunbar and Jamie Warrington. And I know Seth came I don't remember if Jamie Warrington came, but they've been tight for a long time. Luke, I heard a hypothetical oh. the other day, and I just wanted to see what you would think about it. I'm just this is hypothetical, of course, but if you couldn't drive for like I don't know, you know, sixty to ninety days, something like that, <laughs> what what would it mm -hmm. be like? How you know would it feel like like prison or you know? Of course, this would never happen in real life. But I just wanted to ask hypothetically. Um. Well, I think it would be prison, um, <laughs> be prison. Yes, because I wouldn't have very much freedom and uh, riding with my parents for two hours a day again would not be very nice to me. Would your parents second that? Would they also say that that's like prison for them? Yes, they would. They would hate it. So high school swim hasn't started, but you said you you go to swim practice and back. So what does going on that you are involved in outside of the high school swim team? I do a club team. And it's in Bowling Green. What's it's it called? called Sky. Sky. Okay, so it's Sky yeah. Swimming. So like Sky High. Yes. Okay, so it stands for Southern Kentucky, right? It's just Southern Kentucky. And so you've been with that team for how long? I'm going on nine years, I think. And what are some of the events that you specialize in? I know swimmers like to specialize. What are some of the things that you specialize in yourself? I do all the breaststroke events, the IM events, 
uh, and the 200 freestyle sometimes. Now, can you explain to people what an IM actually is? Uh, it's all the strokes in one race. Butterfly, backstroke, breaststroke, freestyle. Breaststroke, what you do is the one where you look like a frog. Yes. Bobbing in and out of the water. Yes. What's, mm-hmm. your, what's your favorite and why, and then what's your least favorite and why? Uh, my favorite is probably the 100 breaststroke and 50 freestyle. I said they're tied. The 50 freestyle has to be in a relay because, like, who doesn't love a relay? What made you interested in swim? Like, how did that get started? Um, <laughs> all I can really remember is, like, going to swim lessons. They were at Lindsay, and then there was a team at Lindsay that was just there in the summer. And I remember going on my dad's computer and looking it up, and it was – I told my mom I wanted to do it. Do you like watching swim, like the Olympics, for example, or are you someone who really likes to do it yourself, but you could really care less about the, you know, watching? No, I love watching it. Swim, it's all about the details, right? The the strokes and things, It's all. it's got minute little details. So are you a very detail-oriented person? When it comes to swim, yes. Not much else, though. So tell us, you said you like to do the relay. Talk about the high school relay team, because you all, uh, I would say, were you were really close last year as a relay team, making it to the uh, state tournament, the state swim meet. Uh, and so who is in that relay group, and uh, what are your expectations for you all as a group with the relay team? Our relay last year was – me, William Rowe, Nathan Ballou, and Skeet Carter. And I think I'm like 80% positive that we will make it to state this year. It's very, that's very I, positive. And you so, didn't miss it by much last year, right? It was like. No, it was by point like two. Yeah, I knew it was, it was really close. Are there any I seniors think, on the swim team this year? Uh, Skeet Carter. He's the only one, though. So Skeet Carter is the only senior. What a mm-hmm. what a great name that is, by the way. I mean, that's, Skeet. That's a great name for somebody who swims too. Isn't oh, that a, a, Seth? Is that a fishing boat? Oh, he his dad is a big fisherman. That's a hundred percent named after a Skeeter boat. Do you know of any of the newcomers that are coming in that fresh? Because I know some of them swim as middle schoolers. So, who are some of our young people coming up in swim? Um, most of our young people are like they were freshmen last year in seventh grade people i think that are going to be good this year uh they were these two were eighth graders last year preston wilson and rihanna hillick okay so those are some young ones that are that have been coming up and with that sky swim team because you swim out of bowling green a lot but we've got a chapter of it in Adair county right as well yes so you get to see a lot of them progress from the time that they're pretty young until uh they get older what's the main you know, what, what type of step is it to take? Because you've been doing this for, for a really long time. What goes into a typical workout now as a, uh, a high schooler in like an 18U division rather than when you were uh, much younger, you know, coming up as, you know, I don't know, a 12-year-old? What's the, what's the main difference in how you train for those things? The distance is always farther. Uh, the the amount of yardage you do a practice. So how far can um, you swim in one setting? Uh, I have no idea. I'd say I could get pretty far. 
How long does it take you to swim a mile? A mile, it takes me 17 minutes. Nice. Luke, is there any good swim movies? No. I, I was just trying to <laughs> I was just trying to think. I was like, you know, these other sports they usually have something. I don't is there any swim movies? I think there's a Missy Franklin documentary. There's definitely like a ton of documentaries about swimmers, but like there aren't like any like success swim movies like basketball or like baseball has. Now, wait, Luke, one of the most popular movies of all time, Jaws. Now, I want you to look me through yeah, the phone right now. Jaws <laughs> is a swim movie. Yeah, well, I, I'm actually with you on that, Luke. That's more of a uh, animal <laughs> likes to kill humans type movie. Finding Nemo just keeps swimming. Finding Nemo. Oh, uh, yeah. Movie. Nemo. I, honestly, I could, I could go with Finding Nemo. But, yeah, you know. That is weird that there's really not any. So, Luke, if you were going to write a movie about swim, what would the plot be? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, it would be very boring because if <laughs> there, because most of the swimmers that I know are like just like me, and they are homebodies and do nothing outside of swim. In <laughs> the story, you're, not would not saying, be very you're saying it's not going to be like a big love story. No. <laughs> Would there could it be like um hardball where like the child swimmer gets shot by accident or something? It could be. Here's one called Twelve Feet Deep. Oh, that's where they they are stuck in the pool and the guy puts the cover over them and they're stuck under there for like twenty four hours. <laughs> like a swim movie. That just sounds like a Did I don't you know. Make that up? No, that's like the plot of the movie. It's these two girls, and she goes down for a wedding ring, and she like they put the cover because they were underwater and like the pool was closing, and they put the cover over the pool, and they're like stuck under there, and like a lady comes in and turns the jets on, and they like can't breathe. It's like claustrophobic. I can't watch it all the way. You should have started with that, Luke. That sounds that sounds like a movie. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I mean, it's it actually- <laughs> it's awful. There can't be much that goes on because you're just underwater in a pool. But speaking of state, I was able to attend that one last year. It was a lot of fun. But can you hear people yelling for you? I can hear my <laughs> I can hear my coaches. They're like they have both of them, like my USA coach was there and Nick was also there. And I can hear their voices, like only them. What's it like uh, swimming for Nick? What kind of a coach is Nick? I love Nick. He's like, (laughs) it's like everything you do is positive. Like, even if you add time, he's like, well, you'll do better next time. It's it's like a, it's just straight up positive. There's no negative with him. Clay, don't you like positive people? Yeah, you know, positivity. In his life. Now, Luke, you don't just swim. What other sports have you competed in at the high school level? Um, I do cross-country, track, and tennis. And how do those things help you with? Cross-country helps tremendously with swim and, like, uh, getting being able to – like, it's building up your cardiovascular system. It helps a lot. I, when I do cross-country, I always do distance events to see how much I've improved because that helps a lot. And then uh, 
Track helps with sprinting. I like track, and I was very thankful that they would let me choose swim over like a lot of the practice. But it was fun. I I love track and cross country. Now tennis, tennis is kind of just for fun. <laughs> well, that's important too. Really <laughs> but I did I did take off of that too for swim, which I was thankful. The coaches are very lenient, which I'm very thankful for. You I would not be able to compete in region last year in tennis, right? Yes. And so the I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm going to be real, and you know this, I think. Before the tennis season started and you said you were playing tennis, I was I looked at your coach, who I work with closely, and I said, I'm just going to be honest with you, there's no way he's good. There's no way he can do this. <laughs> and so he said, well, we're going to practice today, so we'll see. What, we what great confidence he has in you, Luke. And <laughs> – well, I'm just being honest. I just, I just didn't think there was anything there to give me any indication to think that he would be able to tennis. And he went to region and won, won a match at region, right? Yes, I got through the first round. <laughs> well, there you go. So he's better. Clay, he's the golden child. So I have to, you know. You miss, have to knock him down a little bit. Yeah, Coach Willis. The cross country coach catches me in the hall and talks about Luke and Coach Willis from last year. Miss Sheila Willis tells me about how much he's improved in his cross country and the tennis coach. Then I have to see him every day and he's like, Yeah, Luke's really getting somewhere. And I just, you know, some of us got looks and some of us got athleticism. And, you know, uh, Luke, you know, talking about sports and all. What's something you enjoy doing away from swim, tennis, track, whatever? What's something you enjoy doing away from all that? Um, you know, just sleeping <laughs> um, or watching watching swim. <laughs> Do you watch like any any big shows or anything, Luke? Not really. Luke is a big Stranger watch- Things guy, Clay. Uh oh, I do like Luke. You know what just came to my house today? A Stranger Things poster for my basement. From what season? It's the, all of them combined. So, Does it yeah. glow in the dark? It is not going. At least I don't think it is. <laughs> if it is, he hasn't turned the lights off yet, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm pretty pumped about that. Not gonna lie. Luke, you and Clay also have something else in common: is that you both absolutely love to dance. I hate dancing oh, so bad. I but, love dancing. Luke yeah. became very popular with my extended family this weekend over his dancing. So, those of you going to prom, just find Luke. He'll dance with you. I will, in fact, dance with you. Luke does enjoy dancing. One thing I want to ask, what's some college plans that you have? Because I know you've been successful in some things. I didn't know if you wanted to swim in college, if you want to, you know, be a plumber in college. You know, what, what Luke Rich wants to do future-wise. I definitely want to swim in college. I want to keep swimming in my life. I want to swim in college and coach it after I'm done in college. So you want to be a coach? Nice. I do. That's like been a dream since I was very little. When you're swimming, do you like have something on your mind as far as what you need to do while you're swimming? Or do you kind of let that go to practice? And when you get in a an actual swim meet, you just kind of like 
let your practice take over. I'm wanting to know what's going on in your head while you're while you're going through. During practice, that's usually when I'm mostly like in my head and like thinking about things I need to do or what I need to be holding. But at meets, like <laughs> I I'm, I act like I'm not even gonna go swim. I talk to I try to talk to as many people as I can and like I just have fun at meets. Go ahead and tell us what you told the kid that asked you that same question, how they swim, how to swim fast. Kid asked Luke how to swim fast and he gave him a very unique answer. I told him to think about Spanish music because you don't have to understand what it's saying. It just, it always goes fast. <laughs> so, that, so that works. So Acapulco grill is really motivational to you. It is. Every time I go in there, I, my heart gets to racing. and I might, I might just jump in water. Look, I, I don't want to swim, but when I get into Alcapoca, I'm also excited. So, I, me and you have this. I feel you on that. When you go through a meet, Luke, does it feel like it goes by in a flash? Or do you have any, any events that you do that feel like they go on a long time and you're kind of like, you know, you got to pace yourself? Or does it feel like basically, you know, you're swimming for a pretty long time, but it's just kind of like feels like seconds to you? Meets go by so slow. They're like, like if I wanted to make my day last as long as it possibly could, I would spend it at a swim meet because swim meets, they could be four hours, but if you're in those things, they feel like the whole day. And then you get to race and that's like two minutes of your four hour swim meet. So what can you attribute to your brother with uh, your success? Um, I, uh, my baseball journey, my short-lived baseball journey. <laughs> Nothing else. And, uh, you know, the uh, times that he threw balls at me and my chest would hurt because they would be uh, magic eight balls. I did throw a magic eight ball at him one time. He had the kid in the chest, and he never let you live it down. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. You knocked the breath out of me, and I already have a pointy chest. <laughs> All right. Well, my last question to you, Luke, is what's the difference between a Speedo and a Jammer, and which one should you use and why? <laughs> oh, no. Um, a Jammer is like a regular like regular swim trunks, but they're skin tight. And a Speedo, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what a Speedo is. It's just tidy whities but skin tight. And they're just like an inch long. And I think that Speedos are superior because they're more comfortable and you have more movement. Good answer, right. Luke. Well, if it was me, Seth, or Clay, I think jammers are superior for everybody else's sake. <laughs> but It's not about everyone else. <laughs> it's not. Last thing for real, Luke, uh, tell us kind of what your expectations are for yourself and kind of you've already told us about the relay team, but what, what expectations do you put on yourself for this year's high school swim season? I really want to break the region records in both my events. That'd be really nice to do this year instead of my senior year because I don't want pressure on me my senior year to do much. And those so two, what are those two events? The 100 breaststroke and the 200 IM. If you were going to create a sales pitch for young kids to get into swim and involved, what would that sales pitch be? Swimming will bring you a lot of friendships and 
a lot of different places. I've been to so many different places and met so many different friends from around Kentucky. And even out of state, I've met people because swim is not a very popular sport around here. So a lot of different states come in and compete with you. It's a really fun sport. As long as you have a team that you're comfortable with, every single practice is fun. Even if you've been doing it for 10 years, every I look forward to every single practice still. Well, Luke, thanks again for joining us on such short notice. Uh, I know you left swim practice in Bowling Green and, and got on the phone with us just as soon as you got home. And I know you've probably got homework and other things to do, but we, we really do appreciate you coming on. We really do thank you for taking the time out of your schedule. You have really put the work in when people tell me, you know, people come to me and compliment you. That's my, that's my number one answer because I'm never going to actually give you a real compliment other than this, but you do definitely put the work in and people don't even realize how hard you work at the things that you do. So thank you again for, for coming on and spending some time with us. And hopefully we've shed some light on what swim is about and uh, what goes into it. And then talked about some fun stuff too. So again, we appreciate you. Thank you. That's when I've ever heard you compliment me. So that was very nice. <laughs> well, it's recorded. You can just play it back. Nice family. <laughs> and you're a good dancer. Oh, thank you. Pile in the compliments, please. Yeah, this is all you get. When we, when it gets in person, it won't. This is this is pretty much the end. But this is recorded, and Seth will probably play stuff that I said nice about you over and over again because he likes to do stuff like that. So people don't even realize how hard you work at the things that you do. And you're a good dancer. People don't even realize how hard you work at the things that you do. And you're a good dancer. People don't even realize how hard you work at the things that you do. And you're a good dancer. <laughs> All right, Luke. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Luke. You're welcome. Bye. Well, Clay, Luke did a good job. Um, I'm not going to, you know what? I've been complimenting forever, so I'm not going to go any more past that, Clay. He did a good job. He does he work did hard. A very good I meant job. what I said. He does work hard. He works extremely hard at what he does, and he he swims nonstop. He's dedicated. He gets up at 5 a.m. on Saturdays and drives to Bowling Green and swims for a couple hours, and he's home by 10 o'clock, but he does get up at 5 a.m. to swim. The one thing that he wants to do on his birthday is make sure that he gets to swim practice early so they do some kind of birthday swim thing. It's just it, he it's really swim, does swim, live, swim. He lives and breathes it. I don't know if he'll ever get married to it. Uh, they'll have to legalize that, but at this pace, <laughs> yeah, that's, shot. that's something that we might have to look at. All joking aside, he does work extremely hard, and when I die he, and he wants to hear my voice say something nice about him, this is what he can play. But that's it. Nothing else. <laughs> he knocked over my PlayStation or my Xbox while I had Grand Theft Auto in it one time. Can't forget moments like that. And so that ruined me with him. It was it was done. He credited me with nothing. I drove the kid to practice. I drove him to like his second day of kindergarten. You think people remember all this stuff well, but you you see what they actually remember. Yeah. Well, this sadness is brought to you by Jeffrey's Hardware. Just kidding. This segment is brought to you by Jeffrey's Hardware. Jeffrey's is known to have what you need for your next project. Milwaukee Power Tools, Porter Paint, Rental Center. They've got it all. So go see the folks at Jeffrey's Hardware, the friendly hardware store. 
Uh, let's talk about football a little bit and then go into some things that we've got coming up on the podcast itself because I'm really excited about things moving forward. This week we've got our last game, our last home game against Washington County. Clay, do you have any idea what we can expect with a home game against Washington? I can tell you a little bit about Washington. Don't know a ton, but their QB is – I think his name's Boat. It's spelled B E A U Baker. He's about 6'5". He's their best basketball player. They throw a little bit. They're in shotgun a lot. He's a decent athlete, but he's a in basketball. He's a big guy, so he's more strength. But they're going to throw it some. They're going to be shotgun formation, so that part should be entertaining. But that should be a game that we have a really good shot to win. Well, the football news that you really need to be watching out for, Clay, is something that we've got prepared or we have been preparing and working on, uh, and, and I'm really excited about it. And when we say. Pre- We've been preparing. We mean Seth has been Seth the has been preparing. Yes, but yes. we as an entity of Tribe Forty Four, <laughs> but all Seth. Seth has put in a ton of work with this. Oh, more work than he should have done. It's gonna be. It's gonna be fun though. It's gonna be. Uh, I think everybody will enjoy doing it. I know I'm gonna enjoy it. I know Will's gonna enjoy it. It's gonna just gonna be a blast. So here's what we've got. So if you remember last year, probably about well. Last year, about this time, maybe a little earlier in the year, we did a draft of what we believe to be the best football players at each position. So that's what makes it difficult, Clay, is because we couldn't, we can't say it's like the top 25 like basketball was, but we can say it's the all time teams since 1990 because we had to get specific in position groups. Yeah. But since we did it that way, it opened us up to a couple of things. And the thing that we have decided to do, and Seth has just took it and ran with it, is Seth has gone in to Madden 22. Yeah, Madden 22. And he has created his own rosters and has taken our all-time teams and put them on the game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Playbook, I mean, it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah, so – Another thing, another wrinkle to that that Clay just mentioned was we also drafted coaches. Now, my coach was Coach John Peck. Clay drafted Coach Travis Gay. And so with with Seth and the brilliant mind that he is, he goes in and creates as similar a playbook to those coaching styles as he could make with what Madden gave him. So why did we do this? Well, mostly because we're 30-year-olds that never grew up. but partly because our jobs with this podcast is content creation. And we thought it would be fun to make them on the game. You will get to, if you're on the all-time team, you will get to see yourself as a Madden football player. Pretty cool. But we say all that to say we're going to have a video podcast in the near future of our all-time team's playing each other. Now, Clay and I will not be playing. We will be calling the plays, but the game is going to be simulated because Clay is a much, much, much better Madden player than what I am, and so my team would not be well represented with me. Clay and I will be calling the plays, which does give Clay an advantage that I'm going to use as an excuse if I lose. (laughs) And use it as a, a boasting point if I win. I'm just going to be real. That's how I. That's kind of how I operate around here. But it's going to be fun nonetheless. So we will release a video podcast of that. So we will be the commentators of this online game. 
as if it's actually being played. And so we're not going to talk about it as if we are the ones playing the game because what happens will actually be a surprise to us as well. We have no idea how it's going to go, what it's going to be. It could be terrible. It could be awesome. But nonetheless, yeah, we'll speak on it, you know, like we're saying it. And once we have done this, I think Seth is going to make it to where you can download the rosters and playbooks yourself if that's something that you have and want to do. So those of you who are main, listen, if you're 54 and you're listening to this and you think this is stupid, it is, but there's also a 24 year old that wants to see it. So that's, that's the rationale behind this, right, Clay? Yes, sir. Yeah. So we always want to hear from you. So if you like the show, have suggestions, or you just want to give us a shout out, we're on Twitter at tribe 44 podcast, Instagram under the same handle. We have Facebook and we are also on the County line at Adair hyphen Russell.com. And that's where you will get your updated scores and schedules from Dare County high school sports. Well, Clay, if you don't have anything else, this has been the tribe 44 podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe on your preferred method of listening, just to make sure you never miss any content. And we will talk to y'all later. I hope that stays in there. Oh, it's, going, it's going to. <laughs> Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go getter. Put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. I'm sure I've told you this story before, but I love this story, so I'm going to tell you about a time that I was trapped. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No. Hey, you you want to talk about being trapped? I've changed. I promise. <laughs> That's not me anymore. I'm, changed, <laughs> I'm the changed man. I hope you don't reference what we talked about before no. the interview. <laughs> no, trust me, that, that will not be in there. Oh, it's in there. It's already been re- it's already been recorded. Have you ever put a scratch and sniff sticker at the bottom of a pool and tried to smell it? <laughs> I cannot say I've done that. Have you done that? <laughs> One time, but I'll never do it again. <laughs>